And I'm Liz. And we're sisters, scientists, and lifelong X-Files fans. And this is We Want to Believe. Hi, everyone. Welcome to a very special bonus episode of We Want to Believe, where we're going to answer listener questions. Should I go yeah, first? let's do it. All right. Let's jump right in. So Wolfram7184 asked, who do you relate to more, Mulder or Scully? I used to think Mulder. And one of the things I said at the start of this, you know, before we started rewatching them all was, I want to see if that still feels true. Yeah. What is it so far? <sighs> I, mean, I want to be like, neither. I mean, like, <laughs> mostly, though, I relate to Scully's irritation with Mulder. Oh, sure. But yeah. I do think, I, I feel like I'm more of a hybrid than I used to be. Yeah. That I think I, I feel like... No, we do have to, like, look into this. We have to not just run at things, as seems to be Mulder's MO, just to, like, oh, run it. There's a wolf over there. Yeah, run towards it. it. Just run towards things. Like, maybe stop and do things a little more thoroughly. Yeah. As far as beliefs, I feel like I'd like to think if I were in these situations, I would be more like Mulder because Scully has seen a lot at this point and it seems like she should believe in stuff yeah. and have a more open mind than perhaps she does. But as far as actual like behavior and procedure stuff, I feel like I would lean more Scully than I used to because like, come on, like get your ducks in a row here, Mulder, before yeah. you go and end up, you know, accidentally trapped by the government getting an injection in your eyeball or whatever. You know? Right, right. See, and I have always very, very much more identified with Scully, but I feel like I have also leaned more in the middle, and mm. I feel like more of a hybrid of the two, where I feel like I identify more with Mulder. I would still say I'm mostly identify with Scully, but yeah, so some of the like things they've seen, you have to be like, well, but you saw in Shadows right. that guy being suspended in the air by nothing, right? Right, like, yeah. I mean... Exactly. You know, like, there there has to be some sort of explanation that you're not accounting for. Right. I mean... Yeah. So I would say... I would say still Scully, but leaning more towards Mulder than I used to. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. I did used to. When I was a teenager, I remember talking about how I wanted to go into science. And it was around the same time that I started watching The X-Files. Because before that, I remember I wanted to go into theater of some sort. Mm. I wanted to be a makeup artist, I think, for theater productions. Mm. And then I took like a hard left turn into biology. And I remember our mom saying to me at one point, you know, that's cool, but you're not just doing this because of Scully, are you? <laughs> <laughs> And me being like, no, of course not. And in my head, I'm going, yeah, is that bad? (laughs) (laughs) That's hilarious. I did not know that. That's Um, awesome. Sorry for lying, Mom. And speaking of her, uh, Mary Telfer Fine Art, which is our mother, asked, do you have an all-time favorite episode? Yes. Easy. Easy. Bad blood. How do you choose anything other than bad blood? Well... So I kept going back and forth between Bad Blood and War of the Coprophages. War of the Coprophages is really good. I just love all the, her name is Bambi stuff, like yeah. all the like Mulder and Scully. So so just to give you a little bit yeah. of background real quick, Bad Blood is the classic season five episode that is told like Rashomon style, where it's uh, the same events told from Mulder's point of view and Scully's point of view. And the 
the way they do it, the contrast is so well done and so hilarious. It's so good. And by the time you get to season five, you know the characters so well. And so all the little jokes about the stereotypical way these they behave, you know, it's, it's incredible. It's the sort of thing that wouldn't be that funny if you weren't familiar with the show. But once you are, it's like perfect. Yeah. And it's coming about because uh, Mulder put a stake through a teenager's yeah. heart. And obviously uh, Skinner, their boss, who... We still haven't we still seen, haven't seen yet, right at now. This point, yeah, but, uh, you know he's he's like you have to answer for what you did, and so Mulder and Scully decide. Well, what do we actually think happened down there? And they're talking it over, and it goes through both of their perspectives. And it's Luke got, Wilson is Luke in it. Wilson is in it. Uh, the kid from the Sandlot is in it. He's the one who gets stakes through uh, the heart. It's it's a vampire episode, which I love vampires. Wonderful. It's it's just perfect. Yeah, yeah, uh, it and. Is. Uh, then War of the Coprophages has alien cockroaches. Or like robot? Or like robot cockroaches. Cockroaches, kind yeah. of. It's vague. And a sexy entomologist mm-hmm. named Dr. Bambi. Yeah. And um, it's also really good it's, and funny. Yeah, it's it, great. I mean, I think the, the humor episodes of the X-Files are really great. They are. I think... How the Ghost Stole Christmas is oh, that's also a good one of my one. favorites. Yeah, that's, that's a good one. That's with Lily Tomlin and Ed Asner. Yeah. And... Uh, that that is a good one. Yeah, I remember forcing our mom to watch that one because she loves both Lily Tomlin and Ed Asner, but it it fell on deaf ears a little bit because. And I mean, I think yeah, which fair part of part <laughs> like, of the I think issue with the funny ones is that you a lot of the humor is you know these characters yes. so well, and yep. so yeah. you just show them to a random person who doesn't know the show that well. Yeah, it just doesn't work quite as well. Yeah, um, but they're fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think that it also bears mentioning that Clyde Bruckman's Final Repose is a classic. See, you know, everyone says that. I just don't get into that one as much. What is wrong with you? A lot. It's so good. It's That has... The sweet potato pie, right? Well, yeah, <laughs> yeah. And also it has Jesse Ventura playing a man in black. Uh, and, oh, you know, really? I assure you, it is only the planet Venus. Yeah, I mean, I know, yeah. like, and I... <sighs> feel like I quote that a decent amount. Yeah. But I don't know. I don't know. Hmm. So we'll see. I, I think, I yeah. Know. Well, then that one comes up sooner. I think that's yeah. season two or three. And it's okay. also funny, but with a little bit more like heart. Um, yeah. Now, what and, would be your all-time favorite conspiracy episode? I honestly don't remember. They kind of all blur together for mm. me. I think if we were to say favorite non-humor episode yeah. and just leave it at that, I think... Mm, I'm not sure. I would say Tunguska and that series of episodes um, where they go to, well, it is the one where Mulder ends up punching Krychek in the face. Oh my God. Oh my God. Oh, those are so good. Yeah. Those are so good. Yes. (laughs) They end up, he ends up like taking him under duress to Russia. Yes. And, uh, they're like in the woods oh of Russia. Oh my god, I forgot about those. Yeah. Those are so good. Yes. Yeah, so those I think are some of my favorite. Yes. But I mean, Bad Blood has is probably the top one. Yeah. It's it probably just, yeah. It it's so good. It is. It's yeah. so good. Yeah. So that leads us into that curious girl who asked, What is your favorite season and why? What do you think? I feel like season four is mm. probably my favorite. I feel like that's a really good C 
season to choose. I personally would choose season five. Yeah. See that? Yeah. It's, I mean, season five is also great. Season four has musings of a cigarette smoking man. Oh, that is a really good one, which we haven't Um, seen the cigarette smoking man since episode one. Yeah. Um, That's all he did was kind of be suspicious, smoke a cigarette, and then um, put the uh, evidence from the case in like a file box in a giant room. Yeah. Yeah. That also is the one with Tunguska and Terma. That's the okay. the yeah. other one. And um, Paper Hearts is another one in oh, that. Oh, Paper Hearts is really good. Yeah, that's really good. There's there's not very many, like, it, like, it's a pretty intense season, season four. Yeah. Season five, though, is so fantastic. Yeah, season five. Okay, so season five has bad blood, which, yeah. as we've established, is amazing. It also has... Uh, Kitsunagari, which is one of my favorite episodes. That's one with Robert Modell, uh, Pusher. Oh. And uh, he basically can talk people into dying. Yeah. Not, like, into killing themselves, into, like, convincing them they're having a heart attack and they die. Or he says cerulean blue, the color of the sky, and makes this person not see a truck and get hit by it in traffic, you know? Yeah. Oh, it also has all souls, which is super creepy. And one that has always freaked me out with, like, the seraphim. That's, like, kind of a religious one. God, I don't even remember that one. Really? Yeah. Um, I believe there's some stigmata in it, which huh. is why I didn't watch it for years, because I was too scared. Huh. Um, and Emily is also in that, in oh, season five. Oh, God, there's so with much the I've little forgotten. Girl. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I know. Well, in, like, um, oh, in Detour, which is... Which one is Detour? Oh, God. Detour is one where Mulder and Scully get in the woods, and there's, like, a fungus that's making them hallucinate, and they keep thinking they've left, and then they haven't, and they're still in the woods. Is that that one? Or is that the one where Queequeg gets eaten? That's a different in the woods one. Oh, there, okay. There's not a hallucinogenic mushroom in that one. There's, like, a lake monster in that right, one. Right, right. That eats Queequeg. Yeah. Queequeg. Yeah. Scully's dog. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and you know I'm a dog person. It's somehow they managed to pull it off in a way that doesn't make me feel sad. Yeah. We'll see. I've gotten even more sad dog wise (laughs) since college. So maybe it will make me sad, but at the time it was okay. Yeah. Season five also has unusual suspects about the lone gunman. Oh yeah. I really like that one. Yeah. Buyers, you know, chasing that girl. Um, So I just, yeah, I think season five is perfect. It is. So the, the show was filmed in Vancouver, up through season five, oh, and really? then it switched to being filmed in LA, and you can tell oh, really? that the episodes just get sunnier looking. And so season five is the last oh. one that has the sort of classic X Files gloominess. Oh, and really? I like season six. I still think there's like plenty to like in that one. Yeah, but I feel like season five, it's like really clicking. Hmm. Really, seasons three, four, five. I mean. I mean, there's great episodes in in most seasons. Yeah. Yeah. Three, two is another good one. Three has Pusher, which is the first. That's the first one with with Robert Modell. Yes. Yes. And that's season three. I just looked it up is um, where Jose Chunks from Outer Space is. I was mixing up Jose Chunks from Outer Space and Clyde Bruckman's Final Repose. It has been recorded. I feel deep shame. (laughs) I'm so sorry, everyone. Jose Chung's From Outer Space is the episode I was referring to with Jesse Ventura playing the man in black. For everyone who heard this and thought, that feels wrong to me. It was wrong. And I'm deeply, deeply sorry. You should be very I feel like 
very tempted to ask Zach to just go back and erase no. things, but I won't. No. The world it's needs right. to know. I'm yeah. sorry. It's been a long time since I watched them. Yeah. Jose Chung's From Outer Space is the episode I was referring to that was hilarious. Clive right. Bruckman's Final Repose, also funny, but a little bit more touching. Oh, and, and actually uh, that's in season three too. Oh, okay. So, yeah, fair. that one is is also really good and entertaining, but that one that's the one with more like heart and, and sort yeah. of some bittersweet stuff. Um, I just kind of combined Now, them. when I was saying that it wasn't my favorite, yeah. I was thinking of Jose Chung's From Outer Space. Oh, too. you were? I was. Oh, so yeah. you're still wrong. Yeah. So, yes, okay. I still right. am wrong. Okay. Even though you were also wrong. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you, you're wrong. Two wrongs don't make a right. No, you're wrong on like a... Uh, op- your opinion is wrong. Yeah. And my facts are wrong. And mm-hmm. probably... I'm the wronger one. God, I hate when I do stuff like that. It's okay. Season three also has Quagmire, which is when Queequeg gets eaten. Yes, 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 yes. Yeah. And um, some good plot advancing ones like Nisai and 737. Yeah. 731. Um, 731. Oops. That actually... 737. Oops. <laughs> um, and The Blessing Way and Paperclip. Yeah. 731 um, is one that actually just got brought up between me and Adam because... It has to do with Japanese history. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's right. Adam is your husband. I don't yes. know if you've. He's my husband and he's a historian. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, one of his subfields is uh, modern Japan, and that relates to the episode 731. What is modern Japan? Like, where? How oh, far you back gotta does watch that go out for the word modern. For right, historians, exactly. modern starts in like the 1500s or something. Okay. Yeah, like. <laughs> Maybe 1600s. I don't know. But it's it's outrageously a long time ago. Yeah. Like, I mean, right. I guess I should say, I know in modern Europe, that's how it works. I okay. assume that it's okay. the same with modern Japan. Yeah. Um, well, and that gets confusing, too, because, like, people have different words for different places in history, depending on, like, the geographic location. Do they? Like, Yeah. I mean, even the word prehistoric means totally different things based on where you are in the world because recorded history was history oh. was recorded at different Some times places. in different places. Oh, yeah. interesting. I never thought about that. Yeah. <gasps> oh, that's so weird. Yeah. 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 That's why I just use, and archaeologists in general, just use uh, BP before present, years before present. Oh, so it's no just, kidding. it was this many years before present. It was this many years ago. No kidding. Which is okay. easier. All right. Yeah. I was hoping you were going to say olden days. <laughs> <laughs> Which is why anthropologists use the word olden days. So. The technical term for it. Okay. So Molly Kelly or Kelly Two Whisk asks, asks, what mythical monster or other paranormal being scared you the most as a kid? How about now? Oh, that's such a good question. It's such a good question. And I also feel like it's such a hard question because I want to be like, all of them. I know I was thinking that. <laughs> I was thinking that exact answer. I would say for me, I was probably most afraid of ghosts as a child. Yeah. All right. This is going to sound like a weird distinction. They seemed like the biggest threat. <laughs> Like, yeah, no, I know what you mean, though, because like, like I would ultimately maybe be more scared of a vampire or something. If they were, if you had any sort of evidence that they were alive. Oh, well, at the time in my childhood, I thought the neighbors were vampires down the street. Did you actually, though? I mean, you probably didn't actually. Yes and no. I swear to God, except not really. (laughs) I, uh, (laughs) I saw a body laying in their garage, headless with blood dripping from the neck. 
but also I know I didn't, but I remember seeing it because huh. we ran, you know? Right. But if I'd really seen that, there's no yeah. way that my reaction would have been, let's form a club to study these people. <laughs> yeah. It will have different colored badges based on how much you look in their house. Oh like, my God. We would creep in their backyard and look in their garbage bins. Like, yeah, I remember that. Um, yeah. So if I, I'm, I'm confident, if I had seen an actual dead body as a child, yeah. that is not how I would have responded right. to it. Yeah. But at the same time, I can picture it. Yeah, it's weird how that happens. Yeah. I mean, memory is weird. Memory is super it. weird. No, yeah. you shouldn't trust no. it. No, oh, we've talked about this because I think yeah. I was going to try to convince you, like in that study that you'd been lost at Disney World. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, don't trust memory. memory. Yeah. Uh, but I, I mean, you know, so I will say this. They never felt like a threat. Yeah. <laughs> if right. they were vampires, I wasn't afraid of them. Ghosts yeah. felt like a very real threat. Yeah. I remembered, like, you know, it's nighttime, you gotta go downstairs. Oh, God, going and get downstairs a drink water. Was the worst. Terrifying. Yeah. Because what's down yeah. there? Ghosts. Yeah. Probably. Yeah. Mean ones. Yeah. I guess. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I would agree. I would say for sure ghosts when I was a kid. Like, one, I never one time had, like, I got scared of Bigfoot. Well, when which we is were. A, didn't we get scared of Bigfoot when we were on vacation in Arizona? Oh, yeah. Well, or were we scared of something else? I don't know. Is that know. when we got scared of aliens? This is going to be a longer episode. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I got scared of Bigfoot when we were in Corey's basement the summer after I graduated high school. It was just dark enough that it mm. felt like, like somehow... Somebody said something about Bigfoot being the missing link and we all got spooked. I don't know why. Because I've never... I don't remember being afraid of Bigfoot since. You yeah. definitely don't need to be afraid of Bigfoot in suburban Illinois. Definitely um, not. I would strongly say you don't ever. Yeah. But... <laughs> Unless we're talking Helen's about that... coming out with a bold statement here. I don't know. Well, you would be surprised the number of times I've had biological anthropology students ask me about Bigfoot. Really? Oh, God, yeah. Like, everyone has... Everyone has those stories, or, you know, every biological anthropologist has stories about being asked about Bigfoot. I mean, like... That's awesome. When are we going to learn about Bigfoot? I mean, like... When are we going to learn about Bigfoot? Yeah. Not are we, but when are we? Yeah. Interestingly, I was actually just teaching the other day. Are you saying that's not until spring semester? (laughs) (laughs) That's semester two. Yeah. (laughs) You got to keep going. Yeah. (laughs) That's, it's like with uh, Scientology where it's not until you get to a certain level where they tell you about the aliens. Yeah. Like (laughs) you have to get to a certain level of grad school. (laughs) And then we tell you about Bigfoot. Yeah. Yeah. I was actually just teaching the other day. I mean, I can see how it gets confusing. There was um, uh, Gigantopithecus, which was the largest primate ever alive that's fabulous yeah and so like that guy was big i mean like that's like bigfoot size (laughs) (laughs) all right bigfoot not being real is he seven foot tall okay so here's the thing helen i don't know that you've been following march madness at all but i have oh and they're really tall some of those guys yeah so they're like a gigantopithecus um well no because they're Still gracile apes instead of robust. But <laughs> yes, Adam and I sit and we watch March Madness, and I think, look at those gracile apes. <laughs> you will now. I will. Um, no, that. Okay, hold but, on. Okay, hold so, on. I'm gonna so look up a picture. Gigantopithecus was a very tall individual ape that is not a human. Right, that is. Could he have played basketball? 
oh, <laughs> I mean, I want to say, like, of course. But, well, he he wasn't necessarily habitually bipedal, meaning that he wasn't always... He didn't make a habit of it. Yeah, he didn't make a habit of it. We are habitually bipedal. Sometimes chimps can be bipedal, meaning they can walk yeah. on two legs, but mm-hmm. they're not, like, set up for it. So here's a picture of a recreation of Gigantopithecus. Oh, he's adorable. Yeah, he's and a nice big guy. I think he could definitely play basketball. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think he's bigger than the average basketball player. Yeah, I, I don't... He's bigger. I don't know yeah. if he's taller. I mean, no, probably he is. Yeah. NBA players? I don't know. I was... Uh, Okay, so this is all coming out of a conversation I had with my husband and stepson about whether or not... (laughs) I can't wait. (laughs) Whether or not I could learn to talk basketball. I don't know. Whether or not you can learn to dunk a basketball. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm 40. I'm a woman. I'm not... um, because <laughs> your vertical leap is not super no, impressive. No, um, I'm not. Well, there super... there have been short basketball well, players, see, though. Then, yeah, Quinn was like, "Well, Spud Webb," right? And I was like, "How tall was Spud Webb? He was shorter than me." Yeah. So could I learn? And yeah. Adam was like, "No." Oh, he <laughs> and didn't I was believe like, in you. No, he didn't believe in me at all. <laughs> I was like. Well, what if I dedicated, like, the next year of my life to learning to dunk a basketball and I used a slightly smaller ball because I have smaller hands? Yeah. And he said, your knees hurt when you go up the stairs. Oh. And then Quinn was watching, like, this is, like, brutal. <laughs> yeah. So Quinn believed in you. I Well, I mean, I think Quinn was more or willing was to humor me. Less vocal about it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, it's just an utterly ridiculous idea. But, like, I was like, oh, so people my height can dunk. Yeah. Um, So, therefore, I could learn to dunk. I would say it's not Um, out of the realm of possibility. Thank you. Yeah. Like, if I had, let's say this. Yeah. Let's say I win the lottery and I can quit my job and I can hire the best coaches in the world. Yeah. And all we focus on is my vertical. I think it's I think it's possible. Thank you. I think it's possible. Um anyway. <laughs> I am five nine for the record. Yeah, I'm yeah. tall she, yeah, for you're a not, woman. Yes. Yes. I'm um, not short. But I'm very bad at jumping and I do have bad knees. <laughs> yeah. So there is that. You never but know. I'd like to believe it's still possible. Yeah. 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 I think, I, still I think it is. I, I think too. it is. I think it's unlikely. Very. But <laughs> she said quickly. <laughs> I also think it's very unlikely that I could learn to dunk. Well, you're two I inches mean, shorter than me. <laughs> that's true. No, that that one basketball player though was five six. I'm yeah. five seven. Yeah. So okay, well there you go. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, so what what about now? Let's say. Oh, what am I most afraid of yeah. now? Probably still ghosts. <laughs> yeah. It just seems like good common sense. I mean, here's yeah. the thing: Am I afraid of ghosts right now in this moment? Right. No. Right. It's light out. Yeah. But last night, laying in bed, it's dark out. Yeah. And I hear Archer. But Archer's not... Archer's, Archer's my dog. dog. Mm-hmm. But Archer is my dog that me and my husband share with our good friends, Chris and Tasha. Archer was with Chris and Tasha last night. Oh. Ugh. I did not care for that. I was like, well, we're going to die. Yeah. Um, and then I realized, no, it was just windy out and something was hitting the house. Right. I think. But mm-hmm. in the dark, it's basically like... 
you could convince me to be afraid of anything yeah. if it's dark out. See, I am... Maybe it comes from listening to so many true crime podcasts, but I'm so much more afraid of real people. Mm. Yes. That, yeah. like, mm-hmm. it doesn't... My first instinct is... Like, when I was a kid, I think my first instinct would be it's a ghost mm-hmm. if there's something scary, whereas now my first instinct is it's a killer. Oh, and like, so, yeah, and actually, good point, because last mm-hmm. night when I heard that, I thought... Someone's been hiding in our closet for the last six hours, just waiting for us to come up to bed, and now they're going to kill us. Yeah. Um, Or it's a ghost, but that was sort of Uh, secondary. So my first thought was very quiet, patient murderer hiding in my walk-in closet. Yeah. Um, And I would say that's more likely. Uh, All right. That's we a at least call. we have proof call. of humans yes. hiding and murdering yes. people. We don't have proof of ghosts. No. So yeah, I guess so. I would, I would say, say we, it is. I would more say ghosts. If we lump, if we lump demons in with ghosts, if we mm. separate them, I'm way more afraid of demons. As we've discussed, yeah. Yes. And I yeah. am. <clears throat> they way more. don't really register for me. Hmm. Demons. I mean, again, were it dark out? Right. Sure. Would I be afraid of demons? Sure. Yeah. Probably. Yeah. Um. I don't know but, if I told eh. this story on here or not, that I was having a glass of wine with my neighbor, who's a friend of mine, and we started talking about demons, and I Like you do. Was... You did not tell this story on the podcast, because I don't even remember this story. Oh, okay. I thought it was you who said this. I, I was talking about... How, so we started talking about demons, and she said that she believes in them. She thinks they are real, and I was saying, like... I don't. And then we were getting down to it. And she's like, well, why are you so scared of oh, them? Oh, you did mention this. Yeah. Because if you were afraid of them, right. you why would not be would able to I? function. Yes. yes, because that's similar to when I saw The Cure. Yes. And I needed to, I couldn't let myself know it was really Robert Smith or I would have rushed the stage. Right. Yeah. Well, so then the follow-up to that was, then I I left her house. It was like 11, but I live like two blocks from her. Um, but I had driven from work. And so I was going, no, I couldn't have. That would have been too late. This is like the missing time from that episode. Yeah. Um, Ooh. I don't know. Maybe I was just lazy. Mm -hmm. No, maybe I just drove myself because it was nighttime and I wasn't going to walk. That's fair. But it was late and I was driving back and I got really, really scared. And I was telling someone this. I thought it was you. I was saying how scared I was, mostly because of that conversation. And whoever it was was like, well, wait, were you scared of demons or your friend? (laughs) I was like, that wasn't me. I was like, demons. (laughs) I'm scared of my friend. <laughs> oh, I I also want to give a shout out to aliens. Uh, it's something yeah. I've been real afraid of. I was hmm. terrified of aliens in my teenage years. Yeah. Because uh, my boyfriend lived around the block yeah. from us. Yeah. No, this is why I'm afraid of aliens too, because of that same ex-boyfriend of yours. Hey there, Matt. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks. Um, because he once said that he was worried about it being dark at night and him going to get a drink of water in the kitchen and there being an alien there. And that has stuck in my head to this day so that whenever I get up to get a drink of water at night, I worry if there's an alien in my kitchen purely because Matt worried about it. See, kitchen's not so bad alien-wise for me because I think Uh, they're going to be outside. Um, My uh, concern was when we were dating, if it was summer... We would walk back and forth to each other's house. Yeah. And so if I would be coming into the house at night alone, or even if I drove or whatever, I'd be coming in at night, sure that an alien was going to get me. 
I just remember running into the house. Like, there was just, like, get the key ready. I don't know why I thought they'd try to get me right at the end as opposed to anywhere else in the walk. But, um, I mean, we also live near cornfields. And uh, I just, I mean... The movie Signs did some damage. Oh, see, we were more like... We were really ready for signs. Like, we were, like, the prime demographic to be terrified by that movie. Yeah. Because we were already afraid. Oh, Um, yeah. Yeah. I feel like it just increased things, though. Like, before, aliens were more, like, X-Filey, like, little green men-ish, you know? No, I was afraid. Again, Uh, I'm I'm slightly older. I had the... um, Fire in the Sky, and oh my god, of course, Communion. Do you remember Communion? I've never seen it. I haven't seen it either. I haven't read... It was a book first, ostensibly true. I'm sure it wasn't. Hmm. But I believe our mom, I think it was our mom, was reading it. And I just remember seeing it sit around the house with the big, scary, traditional alien face on it. Oh, yeah. And like... I can picture that. That stuck in my head. Huh. I remember watching... What was that movie... Where they were in, like, pods. It was, like, vaguely alienish. Cocoon? Cocoon! Yeah. Yeah. Cocoon That's like really a hor- freaked me that, out. I thought that was, like, a heart- heartwarming one. Is it? And, like, the old people, they get, like, kind of, like, young again. And, like, oh, the it- water is, like, rejuvenating right, them. Yeah. I don't know. It freaked me out. Oh. Huh. I, I mean, I haven't seen it in decades and decades. But I remember yeah. thinking it was, like, a nice one. Oh. Yeah. Hmm. Um, no. Con- then Contact, of course. Oh, Contact is awesome. Contact is awesome. Also, though, freaks me out. Mostly because of that religious dude, though. Oh, he's freaky. Yeah. Which, again, has more to do, I guess, less of the alien's fault and more of... Yeah, it's not their fault. It's not. No, I mean... Yeah, again, what's more likely that an alien's going to abduct me or a creepy religious nut is going to abduct me? Probably. The latter. The latter, yeah. For sure. But yeah, I do think aliens are worth mentioning as yeah. something I've been significantly afraid of for a decent chunk of my life. Yeah. Not so much anymore, but I'm pretty sure it's just because I don't live as near corn. Really? You think that's it? Because you're. I'd like to think it's not that, actually, <laughs> yeah. now that you say it. <laughs> I mean, it might be because I'm, you know, 40. I don't know. Yeah. I feel like my in my impulse is to say, because I'm 40 and I have all these years of not being abducted yeah. to draw on as evidence that probably I won't be in the future. But then yeah. I'm like, that's bad logic, though, isn't it? It's like flipping a penny mm. and you flip the penny 50 times and all times it comes up no. heads. It doesn't. No, of course. But it that's doesn't. assuming that you're sampling with replacement as opposed to sampling without replacement. Because if you so if you're sampling with replacement, it's like. So how many times, if I have 10 red beans and 10 green beans, <laughs> I'm sorry, for some reason, I was picturing like dry beans, but then I was like, ooh, green beans. <laughs> it's, it's almost five o'clock here, so it's showing. Yeah. Um, but that you would, you know, if you pick one out, what's the likelihood of getting a red one, and then with replacement would be next time you pick, you put it back. Mm-hmm. But I think in this case, you're sampling without replacement because you have not been abducted by aliens, nor has anyone you've known. That I know of. Yeah. And fair. so your point is... So my point is, I don't think it's sampling... I don't think it's a coin toss. I don't think it's sampling with replacement. I don't think it's the same odds every time. You think it gets more and more likely that I'm going to be abducted <laughs> by aliens? No. That's what you're saying. No, I'm saying the opposite. <laughs> that it gets more and more unlikely that you will be abducted by aliens. Because... Like, the pri- they, they have, have to, their chance. Yeah, you have to take not it, it into account the prior... Um, this is this is Bayes' rule. You have to take into account the 
the prior evidence that you have, the prior proportions okay. that would lead to that. All right. Yeah. Yeah. So, no, I think it's getting less and less likely. I think that's okay. fair. That's my okay. point. Yeah. All right. Our last, or no, um, we have two more questions. I will sneak in Yeah. one more question. Uh, and this is from our friend And Wolf. then we have one more. Mm-hmm. Um, and she says... Do you think men are more afraid of snakes due to the inherently phallic nature of snakes? Does it intimidate them? And we had talked about this on a previous episode. Are men more afraid of snakes and women more afraid of spiders? It's a theory. And Uh, I have data to share. Excellent. Yep. I don't have data, but I do have the fact that I mentioned this to my mom. Oh. And she said, oh, I thought that immediately. (laughs) (laughs) So... uh, Well, I am looking at gender and age differences and the prevalence of specific fears and phobias by um, Fredrickson in the Behavior Research and Therapy paper. Fredrickson at Al, actually. Um, and this is this is from 1996, but I also feel like it's not like we've gotten new technology about phobias. Yeah, since then, I think that's as fair. far as I aware. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I couldn't find anything more recent because I did try. In this study, they were looking at a sample of 700 people. Okay. Randomly selected um, between the ages 18 and 70. And they looked at um, gender differences in phobias and whether or not they were significant. Awesome. Now, the thing worth noting is that... In general, they found women are more likely to have phobias. Okay. Uh, but keeping that in mind, so they, the only two animals they looked at, so they had like specific phobias and then animal phobia versus situational phobia. Um, okay. And the, the two animals were snakes and spiders, which Perfect. I feel like is fair. Yeah. That's, yeah. And they found that yes, or I'm sorry, that women, that there is a statistical difference, but women are more likely to be afraid of snakes. Disagree. And women are more likely to be afraid of spiders, too. And interestingly, and they didn't look at, like, the, at least not not as far as I could see on a cursory reading of this, didn't look at, like, just men and just women see, and how those phobi- wanna... phobias um, no. compared. No, that wouldn't be. Because more men are afraid of snakes than spiders, but also more women are afraid of snakes than spiders. That surprises me because it's... Yeah. And I, so I believe what I said, I disagree a moment ago. Yeah. Which is not a thing you say <laughs> to science usually. Yeah, don't um, be one of those people. I'm not one of those people. <laughs> what I mean is more is, God, that does not reflect the lived experience right. that I have. Well, and that's, you know, now we, we have a small sampling size. Yeah, I don't know. I guess. Yeah. I also we also live in a climate with not many snakes. That's also true. Yeah. Like yeah. We just don't You know see about that snakes that often. Peppa the pig episode, right? No. Oh, Peppa the pig is this kids show. Yeah, I'm um, I'm aware. Super annoying. Really? God, I hate it so much. Yeah. Daddy pig is like I don't know, he sucks. Anyway. Um <laughs> So there was an episode all about Peppa being afraid of a spider and Basically, the message was, spiders aren't scary. It's okay. Uh You know, it's just a spider. Um, And that episode was actually banned in Australia because they didn't want kids getting the message that spiders were something to not be afraid of. Oh, my God. (laughs) Which, like... Oh, that's hardcore. Yeah. 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 Wow. Yeah. Um, So it it could be... 
climate. Yeah. It could yeah. be geographic. We live in a pretty non... And we don't have a lot of spiders to ultimately be afraid of either. But we have way more smider, spiders than snakes. Yes. Like, yes. we see spiders. They're not, I don't want to talk- they're not scary yeah. ones. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. I am afraid of spiders. <laughs> Fair yeah. enough. Yeah. I don't want to think about how many of them are around or zero nearby. in your house obviously there's never yeah, been a spider no. inside helen's house and there never will be no obviously no um nope yep they're <laughs> too afraid of me no that's definitely that's it spiders <laughs> are more afraid of helen than they are snakes yeah. so, <laughs> uh they should be yeah so i mean so yeah so there there is a gender difference women are more afraid of both yeah I know. But I don't know what to does tell you. it say? Are are men more afraid of snakes than they are of spiders? Well, that's what they didn't look at. That's um, oh no, I'm sorry. They didn't. They didn't look at the statistical relationship between that. More uh, men are afraid of snakes than spiders. Oh, they are. Yes. Okay. Yes. All right. But more women are also more afraid of snakes. Oh God, you spiders. said this already. Yeah. That's yeah. okay. Huh. Um. Huh. Yeah. Yeah. Another thing that I found interesting was that heights was way up there for both um, <laughs> you meant that they found out how tall the people in the study were <laughs> could they dunk a basketball <laughs> oh fear of heights right fear of is heights. this natural mm-hmm. are they apes yeah are they gracile apes they all grassy gracile yeah, they all would be gracile apes because they're people got it yeah yeah does that just mean like um, live in the grasses no, gracile, oh. um, like coming from the French. Um, so like meaning... Um, what French? <laughs> <laughs> from the French word gracile that we all know. <laughs> meaning like um, delicate and small oh, and like... We are a you small know. delicate ape. We are, yes. So yeah, so that's that's my answer. Okay. I yeah. mean, it doesn't an really address anything psychological, but it no. does suggest that if people in general are more yeah. afraid of snakes than spiders, then it's right. probably not a phallic thing. And also, like... But maybe it is. I don't know how to say this without saying something super inappropriate. Well, so if we're if we're looking at phobias mm-hmm. of animals, mm-hmm. and men are afraid of snakes, mm-hmm. I don't think the natural parallel would be that women are afraid of spiders. <laughs> Right? I would certainly hope not. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so, I'll Fair say enough. that. Fair enough. Yeah. Okay. Last question. Yeah. Is coming from Connie Nichols on Instagram. Have you had any real life experiences, supernatural, paranormal, unexplained phenomenon, etc., that you would want Mulder and Scully to investigate? And then there's a part two to that. Yes. Definitely. Yeah. Absolutely. Are you going to... Tell yep. the people, or are you just going to yeah. say yes? <laughs> Answer is yes. Moving yes. along to part two. No. Yeah. Um, you probably know what I'm going to say, right? Demon bunny? Demon bunny. Yeah. Yeah. So um, the aforementioned boyfriend when I was a teenager, Matt, and I, and my friend Andy, Matt's brother, it was spring break. Andy is the one, if you've been listening, <laughs> <laughs> who Liz ran into <laughs> After he rang the victory yes, bell. Yes, after he rang the victory yeah. bell. Yeah. Neither than you. Yeah. It was spring break. We were oh, it's 18. Timely. It is timely. What did we do? Well, we went to the big giant graveyard across from the Applebee's. And there went, wasn't a lot to do no. from where we're from. No. Uh, so we, it was really 
long walk down this paved path into this graveyard. It's nighttime, to be clear. How late at night? I'm curious. mm, Well, Applebee's was still open when this was all over because we went there. So before 11? Before 10? It was was probably before 11 or 10. Yeah. My guess would be after 9, but not significantly. I might have this written down because the next day I wrote down everything that happened so I wouldn't forget it. Oh, that's good. And uh, we stepped from the paved path into this little more rocky path area with little bushes on either side. And it said, this is the shrine section. I don't know what that Hmm. means. And we were way far in the back. And this... Probably meaning that people aren't actually buried there, that it's just shrines. Oh, yeah, maybe. That would be my my guess. Yeah. So something came out from behind a bush. It was roughly bunny sized, not bunny shaped. Demon bunny is just what we call it. It moved... What was the shape? Not consistent. Okay. It kind of flowed like water in Mm -hmm. the way that it moved. And it was inky black. Mm -hmm. And Helen's face is just (laughs) ever so slightly skeptical. But I want to point out... No, no, no. I'm listening. I'm listening. Three of us saw it at this stage. Yes, I've gotten more like Mulder. Okay. So three of us saw it emerge from the bush... Mm -hmm. And it was sort of creepy because that's not animal behavior, right? Like yeah. animals are not like, wild animals are not like, oh, hey, people, cool, what's up, right? Rabid ones are. Okay, fair enough. Let okay. me continue. Yeah. So we could take off running. <laughs> In that way, maybe I do relate to Mulder. No, but we were running away, <laughs> yeah, not yeah. towards Mulder it. Mulder would have been running towards it. Yeah, for sure. Um, so we ran away and we got about halfway back to the road and we're kind of laughing, you know, like it was kind of like we're spooked, but it's also kind of ridiculous, you know? Yeah. And we pause and we're about halfway back. And now at this point, Matt's not wearing his glasses. And so he does not see what happens next. But Andy and I can see. And we see that this thing followed us. And that is really weird. It is still dark. It yes. is still dark. Okay. And this thing is, like I said, inky yeah. black. Okay. Small, moving along the ground right behind us. And we were running. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, I am the only one who saw this next part. <laughs> but I swear to God I saw it. I drew diagrams the next day. It drifted over a grave and then continued along the ground. I still feel like it could be a plastic bag. That is so dumb. Drifting through the wind. No. Sorry. I don't know that song. Katy Perry, Fireworks. Oh, I do know that song. Yeah. <laughs> it was not a paper bag. It was not a plastic bag. Yeah. It was not... There. I mean, I've seen bags. I know what bags look like when but they have move you seen in the wind. At, in, at night in a cemetery. It went straight down the path towards us. Well, it, if the wind was... No. Mm-mm. Okay. Mm-mm. No. It was an animal or something. Okay. You're not the first person to say plastic bag. It would have to be a yeah. solid black plastic bag that yeah. blew out from around a bush, Let me... paused, followed a straight down a path, drifted over a grave, then continued I mean, along the ground. I feel like that's possible. I don't know that that's the most likely answer. Yeah. But I feel like it's possible with, like, wind and stuff. I mean... So we went to Applebee's and got virgin daiquiris and were terrified. My next question, though, is was there any noise? No, totally with it? silent. Totally silent. No rustling. No rustling. No rustling. Okay. Totally silent. Hmm. N- um, no distinguishable features. Yeah. Uh, my feeling laying in bed that night when I was just terrified yeah. was something bad lives at that graveyard and now it knows me. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah. Oh. <laughs> I mean, it's, I don't know. 
it's hard for me because I have been in so many graveyards. I mean, like so many cemeteries. I have been excavating in cemeteries. And I have been like at night in a basement yeah. by myself with skeletons and have never had... Why? Work. At night in a basement with well, skeletons? Yeah, if I have to work late. Why are you in a basement? Because that's where the museum is. <laughs> oh, okay. All right. All right. Okay. Honestly, I'm just way more afraid of uh, the earwigs in that particular basement. Number one creature you're afraid of now. Earwigs. Yeah. Reasonable. Yeah. Also yeah. was afraid of those when I was a kid. Yeah. But that's all very... That seems logical Not paranormal. That's just normal. Yeah. The other story you have that I would like an answer to is uh, the headless person the story. <laughs> oh, I'm pretty sure this was just some bizarre art project, but it was okay. pretty awesome. Okay. In 2003, I was in Amsterdam, again in March, and uh, timely, and uh, it was about 3 a.m. Me and my friend Jen had left a club, and I want to address what everyone is thinking <laughs> when they hear this story. We were not high. I was not drunk. I'd had two drinks over the course of like four hours or something like that. And uh, we got kind of turned around trying to get back to our hotel. It was dark. And then Jen said, oh my God, Liz, do you see that? And I turned and looked behind me and sitting on a bench was a headless man in a suit. And I screamed, run! And we <laughs> ran away and we went to a McDonald's. And yeah. uh, Never found any information about that. I hmm. didn't think that was... I never... It actually, until right now, it never occurred to me that could have been paranormal. I thought weird well, murder. Well, right. Weird. I mean... Oh, but so, unusual. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Unexplained. I did check papers the next couple of days to try to see, like, online and stuff. Yeah. Was there any mentions of a real weird murder in Amsterdam? Because they don't get murders too yeah, much no. in general. I think one with, like, a headless person on a bench would stand out. Yeah. I think it's far more likely it was a bizarre art project yeah. or something that we yeah. happened upon. Since then... You've seen more headless people uh, no, on benches? No, uh, I have, but um, it was a street performer in Italy. Ah. Uh, was it Italy? I think so, but I'm not positive. Um, yeah, it was Italy in 2019, who had it rigged so he looked headless because he had like a big shoulders, yeah. but then like a hat above it. And it, it was like a funny yeah. thing. But I don't recall this guy wearing a hat and he wasn't moving. Mm. I, my thought was corpse. Yeah. Um, headless corpse. Yeah. Oof. Maybe it was uh, our old neighbors, the vampires, <laughs> following me. They moved to Amsterdam. Yeah. Part two. The part two to this question is, and if so, what actor would you want to play you in that episode? Oh, we're Mulder and Scully. Yeah, um, investigate, investigate the, demon, the bunny. demon bunny. All right, so I was 18. So if we imagine I'm 18 in this episode, mm -hmm. I don't know any actors. Well, Shoot. then don't think about them being 18. Okay. I still don't know any actors. I don't know any. I mean, that's not true. I can name some, but they're just like, like not Meryl Streep, and she's like the only <laughs> one popping in my head. <laughs> Take a real weird turn. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, like, I can't, I can't think of anyone. I don't know. I wasn't. I. I. Uh, I. I read that question and I thought, oh yeah, I'll just think of someone. No, I have no idea. Okay. Do you have any ideas who should play me? Hmm. 
I mean, I was thinking about Zoe Deschanel because you mentioned New oh, Girl yeah. earlier. Yeah. It'd be nice if she played me. Yeah. I don't think it's quite the right fit, but I'd be yeah. honored to have her play me. Then you know, we'll that'd say be that. Cool. Okay, yeah. cool. All right. Plus, she's like, she can play young. Okay. Feel, like, All so right. she, you yeah. know, she yeah. can play younger. Okay. I, yeah. Yeah. I'm on board with that. I don't think I have an answer to this. Do I? I was trying to think of that, about this. I don't think I've had any. The one thing I can think of was, so when Zach and I got our first apartment together. Yeah, that place was creepy, right? Yeah. We lived downtown in, which was real common, these like Victorian houses that were split up into flats. And so we lived on the first floor of a three flat place. The third floor always stayed, or maybe it was just two. I think it was just two. Um, the second floor was empty when we moved in. Later, we got absolutely awful neighbors. It was it was old, but it was like charmingly old. Yeah. I thought like oh, it was yeah. it was very cute. Yeah, and it had like some pocket doors, and it was a one bedroom, and it had like a giant kitchen, and then a sunroom in the back, and off of the kitchen, so there was a hallway going back towards the bedroom and the living room, and then. On, so it was like four openings on each one of the four walls in the kitchen. And then the back one was going towards the sun, the sunroom. And then there was one that led out to the driveway. And then there was one that led out to the base or that went down to the basement. Right. So the basement access was in our kitchen. And uh, I like, I barely even was creeped out by the apartment at the time. Like I never like... I never thought about being creeped out in it, except one time when I was awake late at night reading and Zach had already fallen asleep and he, he never talks in his sleep. Yeah. He he just snores in his sleep. And, uh, he sat up all of a sudden and went, someone's in the house. Oh my God. It was so scary. Oh my God. And then of course I I woke him up and I was like, what, what? And he was like, what? All your God, oh, that's terrifying. So, yeah, I think I made him get up and look around. But I was never creeped out by it, really, except, like, I I know our air conditioning unit fit better in the windows in the sunroom than it did in our bedroom. And so for a while in the summer, we slept in the sunroom instead. We put right. a futon in there. And so when I would have to get up to use the bathroom at night, I would have to walk through our, like, it was a really big kitchen with like a lot of open space and I'd feel like I'd have to like crouch down like I like Ooh. like I'd like want to like hunch my shoulders Ooh. to my ears to yeah. like kind of scurry through it um I didn't like crossing the kitchen and uh so years later um we're living in the house we're in now which is not at all creepy and uh, right <laughs> <laughs> Just making sure. Yeah. No, okay. your house isn't creepy. Okay. No. All right. <laughs> just, just making sure. And we were out at dinner with our friends Ellen and Steve, and uh, we were talking about like supernatural stuff. And Ellen said, "Well, there was something wrong with your kitchen on Johnson Whoa. Street." And it, like, the way she said it, it like hit me, and I felt like these huge, like, like literal, like ice water being poured down your spine. Ooh. Like it, like freaked me out so bad because I had never like thought of it or put it into words um and like but her and ellen has like some weird her and her sister both have like some weird six sense sort of Hmm. stuff Hmm. and so like her saying that god that freaked me out so bad like i wanted to like cower there like it was oh 
then she went on to elaborate that she always thought the reason why it was so creepy in the in the kitchen was partially because of the basement access and partially in this this freaks me out so bad thanks ellen partially because above the door so the door leading between the kitchen and the rest of the apartment which Mm -hmm. we all agreed was fine Mm -hmm. i had a little um picture of mary and jesus that I had gotten from church. And so her thoughts were maybe that protected the rest of the oh house. Oh my God, that's so creepy. I don't so even creepy. believe that stuff, but I it's know. really creepy. I know, it's really creepy. Yeah. Okay, and I will say this. I thought of your old place today because oh. I was over there because I went to Tea Cider, oh, uh, yeah. formerly Matcha I, Tea House. I do have a part two to this, but I keep will, going. I want to hear it. Yeah. Um, but I glanced over that when I was looking for parking and I saw oh. like, they've mm. raised the buildings, yeah. you know, and they replaced them with new ones. And I just thought to myself, oh, good. So, <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> and and I, I know it's just because you've told me that stuff. Yeah. I don't remember being afraid. Yeah. Well, didn't you guys have laundry in the basement? Yeah, I never went down there. Zach did our laundry. Thank you, Zach. Because was it scary for him? I don't know. Zach, you will have to let us know when you listen Zach, to this. Zach, you should just edit this with your answer. <laughs> and we'll yeah. find out when we listen yes. to it. No, that, <laughs> that wasn't was Zach. That was Helen. I know it was really convincing. Um, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I'm, my guess is that no, it was not yeah. at all scary for him. There was a time when I heard meowing in our apartment and I couldn't find where it came from. Ghost cat. Ghost cat. Except no. Because oh. I know where it came from, eventually. I finally realized it was coming from the basement door. And I opened up the door to look. Uh-huh. And there was a one-eyed black cat sitting what? on the landing. <laughs> yeah. And why? How did a one-eyed black cat get in your basement? Well, it had... There was a door. There was another access door, like, to the street. So so that's part of what? why it was creepy, too. That, like, someone, if they could get in that door, could get up to, like, our apartment. That's really creepy. It's really creepy. Yeah. yeah. Now, this is the part, too. Okay. So um, I ended up buying a subscription to newspaperarchives.com mm. for grad school stuff. Oh, okay. I've bought um, that myself once I paid for some new... It was specific to get a funny article about... Adam in a scholastic bull competition in high school. So, Aww. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't meant, it was more to be funny than to be cute, but um, yeah. either way, continue. Yeah. Sorry. So I have a subscription to okay. it if you ever need That's interesting. further yeah. Yeah, articles. Yeah, I might. I might. And because I was using it for grad school stuff. And so I started looking up our old address. This, there wasn't like a murder or anything. Oh. But something that is kind of creepy uh-huh. is that in the... I want to say, well, it was early 1900s. I want to say maybe 1910s. I can't remember the date at this point, but I saved this. They talk about a family that lived in the building and had a daughter born named Helen Marie. Oh. So. Ooh. It's kind of weird. It's probably you. Probably. I'm like Eugene Victor Toombs. Yeah. Yeah. Except instead of livers, you... Potatoes. Potatoes. (laughs) (laughs) And instead of emerging once every 33 years, you emerge every morning and you eat potatoes. And instead of a nest, you sleep in a bed. But otherwise, it's just like that. Yeah. 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 So, yeah. So, I guess I'd want Mulder and Scully to investigate. Okay. Yeah. My old house. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 Um, Who would you want to play you? So, I was thinking about this because I also do not know the names of actresses. Um, And also, speaking of New Girl, I thought of. What's her name? Also, um, 
for Mean Girls. Lizzie Kaplan. I love Lizzie Kaplan. Yeah, Lizzie yeah. Kaplan or maybe Kat Dennings. Oh, yeah, okay. I could see yeah. that. Yeah. I mean, both, Yeah. you know, Oh, can I choose? Well, she's British, but I would want to yeah. choose the girl who plays Fleabag for me. Oh, really? But, um, what's what's Phoebe Wallace Bridge? Something like that. Sure. She's British, though. I'm sure she could do an but, accent. Yeah, she could do an accent. Yeah. Yeah, I would have her play me. Yeah. Okay. Good choice. Yeah. Cool. Well, this was fun. Yeah, we'll do well, this again. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. And, uh, and also see if, like, some of our answers change about Mulder and Scully and... Uh, and honestly, this is probably just scratching the surface of things we've been afraid of. Oh, God. So, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Cool. Thanks, everyone. Bye-bye.